music, celebrities, and everything in between. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Thanks for keeping it here on the Mulberry Lane Show. You're listening to country music singer-songwriter Ronnie McDowell, whose hits include You're Gonna Ruin My Bad Reputation and Older Women. He's been sharing some interesting behind-the-scenes stories of his career and the story behind a painting he just completed for Dolly Parton. Back to Ronnie. You have been a painter throughout your whole life, but recently you got a lot of attention because you did a painting of Dolly Parton with Elvis, but there's kind of a story behind it, so tell the story. Well, I did a duet with Dolly a few years ago, and she told me a story that she had dreamed about Elvis for two years. Okay. And he was lying under a street light, all bathed in this blue light, and he kept saying, indigo blue, indigo blue. She said, I walked over, and he was dying. And she said, Elvis, what's wrong with you? And he kept saying, indigo blue. She said, I didn't even know what that was. And I said, well, Dolly, that's a color. So she told me a story that Colonel Tom Parker wanted her publishing on I Will Always Love You because Elvis wanted to sing the song. She said, but I wouldn't give it to him. She said, what if I had? Whitney Houston recorded my song, and Ronnie, here's the irony. She said, Whitney's record was number one for 13 weeks. Mm-hmm. And Elvis held the record for 35 years at 12 weeks, and I broke his record. Mm. So I had this idea of doing a, a painting of Elvis and Dolly on a picnic in Sevierville, Tennessee. And Dolly is singing in the painting, I Will Always Love You to Elvis. And the lyric is on the picnic blanket, and both of them look like 20 movie stars and and I gave Dolly the painting not too long ago, and she jumped back, and she said, Wow, I wish I looked that good. Of course, I, you know, she does. <laughs> and uh, I love the painting. I really honestly do. But at that point in time, at that moment, I asked her, I said, Dolly, I said, I need your permission to sell prints from this painting. And she looked at me, and she goes, Ronnie, you have my permission. You make all the money you can and print all you want. Now, you tell me, is that humble and grounded or what? That's really And fits with the stories we've heard about her. Yeah. Now, the interesting thing is that she said no to having Elvis Presley record I Will Always Love You because in order to do that, she would have to give up her publishing. So she kept her publishing. She did not get the Elvis cut. But years later, Whitney Houston recorded it, and then it broke Elvis's record. Yeah, and isn't that ironic? Yeah, and yeah. so she asked me, she said, when we did that duet, which is, uh, you can Google us doing it. It's uh, last night I dreamed about Elvis. And here's a funny thing, too. She said, Ronnie, I want you to sing Elvis's part of I Will Always Love You, mm. which I did. She said, now, when I do the video, I want you to wear a red jumpsuit. <laughs> so you had well, to wear the jumpsuit then? No, I stopped in my tracks, and I looked at her, and I said, Dolly, I said, I love you to death. I'm not going to wear a red jumpsuit. I'd rather paint a house. She said, what do you mean you'd rather paint a house? And I said, Dolly, I just have this thing. I just never wanted to put on a jumpsuit. Yeah. I just That's not my favorite time period of Elvis Presley's life. I said, I'm a young Elvis fan, and and I said, I just don't want to do it. And she said, well, good. Can you come paint my house, then? 
So anyway, if you look at the video, it's me singing, but her band member put a red jumpsuit on. Okay, so she got a red jumpsuit, just not on you. (laughs) Right. And you held true to uh, not wanting to wear that. That dream that she had of Elvis, did you say this was a recurring dream that she's had many times? Yeah, she said she'd had dreamed about it for two years. And so has she ever figured out why he would be saying Indigo Blue? No, because like I said, when she told me, she said he kept saying Indigo Blue, and she said, I didn't even know what that was. Yeah. But like I say, I told her it was a color. Uh, color. <laughs> but no, I, I don't think that she knows why, but... Think about this. Uh, all of that dream led to that painting. Right. And I just did a new reality show called Make Room for Ronnie. And Dolly is in the reality show. Uh, it's called a sizzle reel. Okay. They do to pitch to the networks. Yeah. And she was so gracious and kind to be in the sizzle reel. She's just a wonderful human being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're listening to country singer-songwriter Ronnie McDowell here on the Mulberry Lane Show. So now, what's happening with this reality show, then? They're pitching it to all the networks right now as we speak. Okay. It's about me and my family and everything that goes on. But I told them the only way that I would do it is that it included the music, and they said that's why we want to do it, because nobody's doing that. And... I told him, I said, the only way I'll do it, no drama, no negativity. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so how it came to be is my little nephew, who is my piano player, for years, he, when they would get on the bus and take off, he'd go, well, and he talks like Gomer Powell, but he's <laughs> smarter than a cat. But anyway, he'd go, well, here we go down the road. We're heading off to so-and-so, and every weekend, like Uncle Ronnie says, is an adventure. And so... You know, he would. they would do these little videos. Well, it caught the eye of a producer, a Leland Grigory, who is one of the writers for Saturday Night Live, and he followed it for a while. And so that led to uh, a sizzle reel for <laughs> Make Room for Ronnie. They were going to call it the McDowell's. I told them no because uh, they already had the Wahlbergs and the right. Kardashians. And I told them, please come up with something a little more original. So... Uh, Leland was a big fan of Danny Thomas's Make Room for Daddy, so okay. that's how they came up with that. I gotcha. Okay. okay, fun. So now, any new music coming down the pike? Yes, I got a new album coming out, and I'm still with Curb Records since 1984. Wow. And, uh, Ray Walker of the Jordanaires, not long ago, grabbed my arm, and he said, he, we were in the studio, as a matter of fact, and he said, son, you need to go back and dance with the ones that brought you. Huh. And I said, Ray, not only is that the God's truth, but that is one of the best song titles. I'm going to write that, and that's going to be the title of my album. Yeah. And and I made that statement, but it has come true, and it's music from 1959 to 1962. I wrote six of the songs. The other five are were obscure songs that were exposed, but not overexposed, that I have loved. And okay. I'm also doing 500 vinyl albums, and I'm really excited about it. Very cool. Neat. Well, I can tell you that when you said that, I thought to myself as well, that is a great title for a song, Dance with the Ones yeah. Who Brought You. Yeah. And, and, you know, and that song, and each song that I wrote is dedicated as a homage to songs that I love. Like that song was dedicated to 
treat me nice like I'm going to dance with the ones that brought me and those songs that set me free. Uh-huh. I'm going to dance with the ones that brought me go back to what I believe. And for the rest of my life, that's just how it's going to be. I'm going to dance with the ones that brought me. So that's how that goes. You okay. know, the whole album is in line with that. Yeah, cool. Also, you have been the voice of Elvis, like his singing voice, on several movies, yeah. made for TV movies, and, and things like that, too. So, yes. how have uh, those experiences turned out for you? Was that something you enjoyed doing? Well, you know, at first I was reluctant. I was on American Bandstand, which that was a dream of mine. Well, because the king is gone, and having a six million seller, Dick Clark called me up. I was at number nine at the time on the top charts. He said, Ronnie, I'm flying you to California. He said, I want you to be Elvis Presley's voice in a new movie with Kurt Russell. I told him, I said, well, Dick, I appreciate it, but everybody thinks I'm an Elvis impersonator, and that's really the last thing I want to do. Yeah. He said, you don't want to do it? And I said, no, sir, I appreciate it, though. So two weeks later, he called me back, Ronnie, I don't want anybody doing this movie but you. I've listened to Elvis sound alike after Elvis. I just don't want anybody doing it. I said, well, Mr. Clark, how much are you going to pay me? Uh. He told me, and I said, when do you want me there? <laughs> <laughs> so I did 38 songs in that movie. Kurt Russell was nominated for an Emmy. He, Kurt Russell literally told me Elvis Presley made him a star. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and then you're going to be on the RFD TV Larry's Country Diner on February 21st. What will you be singing on that? I'm doing a song off of uh, my new album called The Minute You're Gone. I'm doing Watching Girls Go By and Older Women. Okay. Okay. Great. Ronnie, we want to thank you so much for joining us today. It's fascinating hearing those behind-the-scenes stories. Really cool. Well, I'm a history nut. I'm all about history glad to share some of those stories with you because they are fact and true. Yes. And then you'll have to let us know how the reality show turns out if that gets picked up. As a matter of fact, the producers are here at the show today. Okay. Well, best of luck to you, Ronnie, and we'll catch up down the road. Thanks. Take care. Ronnie McDowell here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Now, don't go anywhere because when we come back, we have a treat for you. You'll be hearing from Dan Shackner all about the Puppy Bowl. Keep it right here on the Mulberry Lane Show. You're gonna ruin my bad reputation. They say my crazy days are through. It's all over time when I'm settling down because all I'm crazy about you. 